0: It's not another Buffalo podcast, the bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most
1: underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. We're Pat. Titans over the f***ing, uh... oh Jesus, I'm sorry, you said no F-bombs, you said no Dude, F-bombs. Hey, um, you've already dropped three this, we're, we're, we're two
2: minutes in and here's your third one. <laughs> you John. There's no way in hell that I can leave that in, right?
1: You don't think so?
0: And Brando. The dude's 45 years old today. I'm not going to say happy birthday to him because I hope he had a bad birthday. I hope he blew out a candle over an avocado and then didn't eat it. It's just miserable. On Buffalo Rumblings.
2: All right, welcome back
0: to Not Another Buffalo
2: Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando here on a fine tornado watch Wednesday night. How are you guys doing?
1: Oh, good man. Not watching any tornadoes up here. woo dee right? Yeah.
2: Weather was nice today before it actually uh, all of a sudden got a little windy. And then I was like, "Oh, well, yeah. fall aren't you supposed season. to
1: you're supposed to stand in like an archway or something? Or is it an I think archway so. in the basement?"
2: But I think it's both. Cuz you it's it's a structural thing, right? Interesting.
1: I
0: feel like if you're standing in an archway, you could get blown I away. Mean,
1: nobody has basements. Nobody has basements in Tennessee?
2: Not really, unless you're on a hill. Usually that's the only reason. Oh, dude, basements are lit, man. I know. I, th- I think most houses in the north have basements because of, it has to do something with the frost line and all this other stuff. It's because it gets way colder up there. I think
0: that has a lot to do but with Johnny, it. Johnny, as you know, and I know, because our basements flood, they can be a pain in the butt too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, no one's complaining about their cement slap flooding no. over here. But <laughs> anyway, so we got some picks to make. We got some Brando's bets to get into. We usually take way too long with the picks. So let's uh, let's just go ahead and roll right into that. Before I roll the intro, I guess we can recap last week.
1: Let's
0: recap. Recap. Recap with Pat cap. It's funny because like I, as I watch the scoreboard, I don't ever remember 100% because I don't write them down. But it's like, oh, I missed that one. Oh, did I miss that one, too? I think I missed that one. Never, it's like, never oh again, shoot. Dan
1: Campbell. Never again.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: never again.
0: All right. Well, New England is back on the
2: scoreboard this week, so we'll see how which way uh, Pat goes in that game coming up. Anyway, we all picked Buffalo. They obviously cleared that spread with flying colors. Detroit at New England. Uh, you guys went with Detroit on that one. Ooh. New England won. John, how do you feel? I don't know, like a little bit proud of that pick because it ended up being like an exaggerated version of what my prediction was that mm-hmm. all the New England defense would have to do is to slow down Detroit's offense a little bit because they'll definitely be able to put up points on them. And yeah. they slowed them down to the tune of zero points scored. So, <laughs> you know, much to the dismay of my fantasy teams, by the way. So uh, it was it was a double-edged yes. sword there. Uh, let's see. Cincinnati at Baltimore. We, bo- we all got Baltimore. We all got the Chargers. Um, Dallas, Pat pulling out the Dallas win and Brandon and I picked the Rams who are falling right now. So, and then lastly, we had Miami at New York jets and the jets pulled out a game. I mean, granted, Teddy Bridgewater went down early. So I was actually looking at the highlights for this game. I didn't see it live, obviously, but it was pretty close until like five minutes left in the fourth, maybe a little bit more than that left in the fourth. And then they just like, it just opened up. Brees Hall scored a couple of touchdowns in that one. But overall, Pat, you went four and two last week. Hey. I went four and two as well, and Brandon went three and three at five hundred. Yeah!
0: So. we are not losers.
2: None of us. Pat is more more excited about Brandon dropping to five hundred yeah, in a week than, that's uh, right. than going four and that's two. Right. <laughs> oh, how the mighty ha-
1: oh,
0: how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> Dare I even say it now?
2: Scoreboard, scoreboard. Yeah, no, you you are still no, up by. By two games, but it's a one game swing.
1: So yeah. if we pick so what one are our game overall form. records now,
2: overall, Pat, you're sitting at 11 and 19, getting better. I'm 11. There's no
1: way I was at 10. I was at 10 and 17 bro, previously. You, went.
2: you were at 7 and 17 previously.
0: Oh, and 10 over to two
1: week window. That'll, that'll yeah, do that quick. Yeah,
2: Pat, you went 0 and 12 over a, uh, t- a two There's week There's no window. way
1: I went two weeks without. Is that true? Is that true? We can confirm it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm at, what did you say? 11 and 19?
2: Yes. So Pat, you started out, you started out four and two, then week two, you went oh and six, then week three, you went oh and six and that got you to four and 14. And then you went three and three and that put you at seven and 17. And then this past week you went four okay. and two and that you're at 11 and 19.
1: All right. So. Acceptable. What are you at, Tr- Johnny? Trust, Sorry, trust the spreadsheet.
2: I'm at 14 and 16, one game below 500. And Brandon is one game above 500, 16 and 14.
1: So, hey, you're only five All games right. back. So, All right. Well, going to be picking some winners here coming up. Also, I uh, want to give a shout out. I know Joe Miller. You're not going to be very happy, but Ryan Tannehill on a three-game win streak. whoop de whoop I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a shout out right <laughs> now. You know, one more, one more game of a win streak than our boy Josh Allen is on. Even though we know he's the far superior player, just wanted to throw it in there.
2: But. <laughs> it's own shade. All right, let's make some picks. Mm-hmm.
0: the guys to pick their picks in the Pick 6 Pick'ems.
2: All right, first up, we've got the, probably the game of the year so far out of, I mean, hopefully out of the entire NFL rematch of last year's faux Super Bowl, if you could say, probably the best game of last year and the last decade, if I do say so myself, so I don't want to hype it up too much. But anyway. The Bills are going into Arrowhead favored, which is the first time that Pat Mahomes has been an underdog at home.
1: Forty-one since he
2: started. Forty-one starts. Yep. 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 So maybe someday he'll get to play in front of Bills fans. You know, that would be that would be an exciting thing. This is the fourth year in a row that I think that they're, or sorry, the fourth game in a row that they're going to Arrowhead for. Um, but yeah, Buffalo is two and a half point favorites. We're picking with the spread. Brando, are the Bills winning by more than two and a half?
0: Yes. But can we talk about this game for a second? Just about how important yeah. it is. I'm picking the bills, so you can lock that in. Um, this is from Aaron Schatz on Twitter. And it's about just the importance of this game. We've talked about Mahomes never playing in a way playoff game. And to get that number one seed, if Buffalo wins this game, they're projected to be the number one seed in sixty-eight percent of simulations, uh Baltimore Coast to nine percent and Kansas City six percent. If Kansas City wins this game, they have a 35% chance of taking the one seed compared to Buffalo's 30%. Baltimore at 13. And then to the Super Bowl odds, if Buffalo wins, it takes them to 28%. Kansas City to five. And if Kansas City wins, this is what's interesting to me. Buffalo still has a 21% chance to win the Super Bowl with Kansas City only at 10%. So those odds are crazy. And then listen to this, dude. This blows my mind. These stats... From the two quarterbacks in their four matchups that they've played, Mahomes is three and one, completed 71% of his passes for 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, two interceptions, a 112.5 passer rating. Josh Allen, 65% completion percentage, 1,053 yards, one more touchdown than Mahomes, 11 TDs to two interceptions, 107.3 passer rating, and he's a one and three overall record against Mahomes. But I don't even know what to say. We have a Brady Manning situation here where it took Manning a while to get his, but once he got his, he got his ring, right? He got, he figured it out in the playoffs. He figured it out against Brady when it mattered, uh, when it it came to crunch time later on in his career. So these numbers are outstanding for both quarterbacks. Um, This is something that we're just lucky to watch. Uh, this QB rivalry thing that they got going on now that the Bills got a win. We can kind of call it a rivalry. Uh, I'm excited for this game. Last time we were talking about it, I was in the airport on my way back from being heartbroken in Kansas City. I know we all were heartbroken wherever we were, but I'm taking the Bills this week. I'm excited. What about you, John? Dude, I have
2: this entire spreadsheet filled out with the letters BUF in my square for my pick for the Buffalo game for every single game this year. I am never straying from that. Obviously, I'm picking Buffalo minus two point five, uh, but Pat, any
1: dissent there? No, nope, probably going to take about two hours off Monday morning. Make sure I can stay up and celebrate. Make sure I get a fresh tan of uh, skull extrament pouches to assure victory. And um, <laughs> don't give given do given, <laughs> given Buffalo Bills the Tupac Shakur West Coast W. Um, yeah, not a doubt in my mind. It's also cool. This game is nationally
0: televised on CBS. There's not going to be another game aired. It'll be Romo and Nance for everybody. So it might not be primetime, but it is it? it is a national game.
2: This is as close as CBS gets to primetime games besides playoff games, right? Because, yep. I mean, this was likely one of the games they protected because this has got to be, you know, following last year's matchup every single primetime window would want this. Like Sunday night football is probably, it's a shoe in for Sunday night football, but uh, the networks like CBS and Fox that have Sunday games, actually, I think they have like a number of games they can protect from getting flexed into that window. So I would assume that that's what they did because there's no way this is better than, you know, Dallas Philly, which I think is the uh, Sunday night game coming up that we'll pick here. Um, But not that that's a bad game, But obviously Chiefs, Bills, kind of top of the docket. So I'm really excited for that one. I'm excited to hear Brandon's best leader in the show. So stick around for that. Um, But next up on the docket, we got New England going into Cleveland. I feel like these are two teams that Pat knows pretty well. So Pat, you want to start well, or you want to start us off on this one?
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. There's only one player in FBS history. That's football. Full subdivision that's thrown for 63 touchdowns in a season. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Joe Burrow threw for 62. Bailey Zappi has the all-time Division I FBS passing touchdowns record for a single season. There's a reason why this man is at least average. Um, So I like Jacoby Brissett. I like Nick Chubb. I think that, you know, Nick Chubb will play great. He's, you know, uh, if he was on a better team, he'd probably be offensive player of the year. If Josh Allen didn't exist and all sorts of other variables, but give me the pats. Bill Belichick still has resentment when he plays Cleveland, you know, so pats.
2: He definitely looks like the kind of dude who could hold a grudge for 25 plus years, I would say. But Pat, always likening it back to the FBS stats. Uh, you know <laughs> so, so the 63 will, teeters. The, the, the Titans <laughs> will win this week because, you know,
0: <laughs>
2: Tanny had, had, had This receiving many receiving yards, yards against this. opponent.
0: <laughs> I love it. Brandon, what about you? I think it's interesting when you get rid of a number one overall pick in Baker Mayfield and bring in a journeyman to replace him in Jacoby Brissett, and they get better. To have the number one running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. It's going to be an ugly game. This is not one I would enjoy watching. The only reason I'm hesitant on my pick is, like you said, Pat, Bill Belichick against this former team who fired him. Um, I'm taking Cleveland. I like to think that Nick Chubb is going to run it down their throats. But Bill Belichick might have something up his sleeve against this former squad, um, but I'm taking Cleveland here. Bill Belichick is no
2: stranger to scheming up things to stop your greatest player. But I think in this case, I think Cleveland's defense is good enough to slow down New England. And, you know, I, th- I think if they try to stop Nick Chubb, then I think they're good enough on the outside. That like Jacoby Brissett has been a competent enough passer to get the ball to Amari Cooper. And, you know, his presence is definitely a huge difference there. Uh, for sure. But I, I like Cleveland just by a nose in this one.
0: Don't forget about Miles Garrett up against some like Mac Jones isn't gonna yeah, play, scrub. I don't think, against some murky. So they're good about scheming, quick passes. Bill Belichick is, but Miles Garrett's a game wrecker as well. So
2: yeah. All right. Next up we got Jacksonville going into Indy. Indy is favored in this one, if you can believe it. But I can go first for this one if we're keeping it fair. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the underdog in Jacksonville in this one. I like how they match up this season. And I think that, I don't know if Indy's going to have Jonathan Taylor back or not. I hope they do for fantasy sake, but yeah, I'm just going to take Jacksonville on that one. They've been playing a lot better this year. Uh, Pat, what
1: about you? Well, as much as I think Matt Ryan's a generational talent and as much as I think Trevor Lawrence stinks and his brother's band coin stinks, um, you know, I still got to go with the Jaguars. Um, it's just like, it's their Achilles heel. It's like Bill's Dolphins, you know, it's just survey says more times than not, regardless of how good the Colts are and how bad the Jags are, that it's going to go in Jacksonville's favor. So,
2: Wait, did you say Trevor Lawrence's brother's band is Coin. Yeah,
1: yeah, you've probably seen him, dude.
2: Well, yeah, they're a Belmont band. They went to the same college that I. They literally like were playing parties my freshman year. That's that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you probably interacted with Trevor's brother. Probably, yeah. 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 At some point. Well, same school. This is cool. So,
2: yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, So, Pat, you're going with Jacksonville. Unfortunately,
0: (laughs) Brandon. What about you? I'm gonna make it a sweep for us here and take the Jags. I want to say the Jags have beaten the Colts like a number of times in a row. In Jacksonville. I don't know. There's some weird stat. I yes, that's true. Yeah.
2: But they're in Indy for this one.
0: And I don't care about that so, right now because the other stat that I like. Sorry, John, I cut you off there. Um, no, you're good. You're good. Is Indianapolis has hit the under on like eight straight games for their scoring. Um Their offense seems putrid with a old Matt Ryan under center. Anybody anybody had oh, Pat- anything to say?
1: Brandon, about that? that's
2: weird. I could have sworn you interchanged the term generational with the term
1: old. Well, I said <laughs> was. I said Matt Ryan was a generational talent. Perhaps he's still got it in him. As they say in Spanish, talvez. We'll see. Well, he's got something um, in him, and right now it's not good yeah, football. Mediocrity. So uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: Cielos L S he's got in him. Um and Jonathan Taylor <laughs> is expected to play. We'll see what his workload is. But Trevor Lawrence and company, I think, have enough to get at least 21 on Indianapolis. And I don't think they can keep up. So give me Jacksonville.
2: Nice, nice. And the other stat that goes along well with that was this is actually the second time this year these teams are playing. Yeah, that's I was Uh, like Jacksonville won. Jacksonville won the first matchup 24 to 0. So I'm still amazed that Indianapolis is favored by two points in this one. But
0: it's still crazy to me. Vegas Vegas knows more
2: than we do. So.
0: It's crazy to me that the AFC South still exists in this country. I know that <laughs> Roger Goodell wants to have a, uh, England team. And I think if you just were to have like a full division overseas, you would just move the AFC South overseas. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's gotta be them. Yeah. Sorry. but <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee fans. But anyway, uh, Arizona going into Seattle with Juno Smith playing at the top of his game. And, uh, Pat's favorite quarterback, Kyler Murray, on the other side. So, Brandon, you want to you want to go first on this? Yeah, one, this is tricky because
0: Geno Smith is making highlight plays with good weapons on offense. That I I don't know. I have Penny as a running back, and he has a broken ankle, so that's gonna hurt their offense a little bit. Not that he's been a total game changer for them, but I don't I don't know because Kyler Murray just disappoints me every time I watch him, and this is the last game without DeAndre Hopkins. On their offense. I'm going to take Arizona. I wouldn't be surprised to see Geno Smith make it close or even take the lead at the end. And if we could see some Kyler Murray crunch time touchdown to win at the end of the game, but I'm taking Kyler Murray here begrudgingly just because I still can't believe the guy that got knocked out by IK up and up, up in Polly. IK and Polly. Kampala. IK yeah i can't believe he's like the third got, highest rated quarterback in the league right now and i don't like that or really like the fifth best fantasy quarterback what is happening in the world where geno smith is playing yeah. quarterback so well it's weird yeah
1: pat what about you you guys ever uh seen polly pocket dolls before
0: yes i work with five-year-olds you know how out. the polly
1: pockets had like the uh the squishy like uh suits and dresses that they would wear it looked like you know, Kyler was wearing a Poly Pockets suit <laughs> and that iconic green, green suit. Um, that being said, I think Kyler Murray mismanaged along with K- Cliff Kingsbury. And if you're looking for a stat right now, the coach with the highest odds to be fired after Matt Rule was ultimately fired is Cliff Kingsbury. Um, which is interesting. And there was a little bit of mismanagement towards the end of the game last week against the Eagles, a game they should have won. And if it does come down to coaching, I don't think that Cliff Kingsbury could clean the bottom of Pete Carroll's shoes. So give me the Seahawks in an upset. I like it.
0: Uh, Nice. It's also interesting that Kingsbury (laughs) got the extension after Murray got the extension. So they're linked up in their contracts. So
1: literally Cliff Kingsbury only has a job because Patrick Mahomes is a baller, but Mm. I digress.
0: John, what do you think?
2: I'm I'm actually sticking with Seattle here too. Um, I I'm on the Geno train. Picked him up on waivers and a bunch of leads. The Geno train. Yeah. I tried to pick <laughs>
1: Kenneth him up Kenneth Walker,
2: too. Kenneth Walker. I think I picked up in a couple also of tried this to morning pick him up too, with Rashad you know? Penry. Yeah, I like Seattle in that one. Arizona. I don't know. It's just kind of hard to come back from almost beating a you know a really good team. Uh, the next week. And Seattle is surprised. So I think they keep getting better. And uh, they keep surprising unless unless people just figure out something about Geno Smith that we don't. And then all of a sudden it's just like back to mediocrity. But this could be one of those things that
0: that when he gets enough film on tape, teams start start to catch up on him. Yeah. But he also they just
2: they they're they're just not respecting his passability still. And
0: obviously have to
2: at some point. Yeah. Anyway. Next up on the docket, we got Cincinnati going into New Orleans. I'm just going to start out on this one. I like Cincinnati, um, not for a lot of reasons.
0: <laughs> you like orange?
2: I do. I do like the color orange. I I did like, okay, did you guys like the white uniforms? Yes. yes. Okay. There was a lot of people who didn't, and I thought they were sick. I thought, I thought sick. they were like really tight. It was like, it was like tiger stormtroopers. Kind of looked you know, like a four-loco can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched maybe more than one New Orleans game this year. Um, and I'm not even sure is Jameis Winston still injured? So
0: I'm, I have an article. No, he was up practicing right now. this week. Did you know he cracked four vertebrae, a sprained ankle, and a strained hip flexor? Did you know that was no, in man's uh, knocking on heaven's door?
2: No, that sounds like the guy who got shoved by Devontae Adams last night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, this could be an Andy Dalton revenge game. Ooh, True. side story there.
1: And Elvin Kamara's back on the squad. Yeah. So you're taking... Uh, uh, El- Andy
2: Andy Dalton does not look good in any other uniform that doesn't match his orange hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah,
0: there's, no, there's no way in hell I would take the Saints, but... Well, I'm taking the Saints here, boys. I'm taking them. Taysom Hill has something up his butt that is like a lucky horseshoe, and it, he's making a lot of money for doing of such a weird role on an NFL team. It's like, are you a franchise quarterback? Like Sean Payton said, Sean Payton called him Steve young and they just gave him a deal and he can catch it out of the backfield. He can run it from a fullback. He can run it from the tailback. He can run it from motion. So I think they are going to get him involved, which is cool for their offense. I think Michael Thomas is coming back as well. So even if Winston is out, give me the Andy Dalton revenge game. Give me I like that storyline. So give me the Saints here. I'm going out on a limb. I need to I need to make up some games here. I don't need to make up some games here. I wanna make up some games here. So give me the Saints.
2: <laughs> uh, classic last words. All right, Pat, what are you thinking about the Andy Dorton? Andy Dorton. Andy Dalton storyline.
1: <laughs> well, I just um I like the Jameis Winston redemption arc better than the Andy Dalton should have retired arc but yes. um, I mean yep. New Orleans defense is like underrated honestly they're very much underrated and I think Cam Jordan has two sacks I would bet that if I was a betting man but I don't know it's just like the Bengals all the games they have won like have they've been underwhelming they've definitely been underwhelming but still I mean I just if you're playing a bet I, I just it's a quarterback driven league and I gotta take Joe Burrow and the boys
2: all right Cincinnati for Pat on that one All right. Last matchup of the docket. This is Sunday night football, Dallas going into Philly. Pat, you want to go first on this one? Sorry. I forgot the order.
1: Yeah. I got a bunch of cocky Eagles fans in my life. All right. Got my friend, Yvonne. I got my friend, Michelle. And um, they're both way too cocky about those Eagles. Uh, you know, my friend Mike that I live with, he's he's moderately cocky about the Eagles. He's apprehensive. I mean, you did almost lose to a poly Pocket Call of Duty negative kill to death ratio. Man. So I don't know. Give me the Cowboys, Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott, doesn't matter. Cowboys by seven. What about you, Brando?
0: That's interesting because... You just said it's a quarterback-driven league, and you're picking against Jalen Hurts, who has the ability to escape Michael Parsons, and he has weapons in Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. So I
1: mean, he's I mean, they're both they're both nice. They're both nice. I mean, if Dak, who would you who would you rather take the Dak or or Jalen Hurts? I mean, in all uh, honesty, after Dak's if not my dad. injury,
0: <laughs> I'm probably taking
2: Hurts. I think I think Dak isn't playing again this week.
0: Well, I'm uh, riding
1: the Cooper Rush train, boys.
0: But I mean, Cooper as a Kush. career, like like Dax says, he's still
1: having problems with his ankle years later. I mean, this is a team This is a team that almost lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. So, I don't know. I don't want to be sure. sure I'm under the bus, but...
0: I'm, sure. I'm going to take Philly.
2: That's who I'm going with, too. It just seems like a safer pick. I mean, but uh, who knows? Cooper Rush is, what, undefeated? The Dells Cowboys are, what, 4-1? and one?
0: It's so crazy they're going
2: into this and they're, they're only loss is week one with Dak, right?
0: If they okay. just, it's funny. Cause it's like, they say this is true with golf and I'm sure it's true with some other sports. Um, when you play hurt or you don't play at your full strength, you kind of play within your game a little bit differently. You kind of, you don't try to push it and you don't do anything crazy. So you might even play better. I think Tiger Woods has talked on this before, but it fits Dallas so perfectly because they have a defense that they can lean on and they have a running back that they paid a lot of money. They have multiple running backs that they implore. Yeah, and
1: I, I mean, while we're on the topic, CD lamb and Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup are also very nice. So I would say Cooper rush does have some, you're, you're not wrong. I, mean, yeah, I, I don't disagree, but I just think that the I think way Tony
2: that, Pollard is t- Tony Pollard is more talented than Ezekiel Elliott. I like Tony Pollard too. too.
0: And, It's just those things. Like you said, it's a quarterback driven league. The experience that Dak has, even if he's not a game breaker like Allen or a game manager, even like you might get a rookie mistake here or there. He might misread a coverage and that might lead to a pick. He might miss a blitz and that might lead to a strip sack. It's something like that could change the difference in a close division game. That's the only reason I'm taking Philly here because I don't really love Philly being undefeated, but like you said, quarterback driven league and and a rookie quarterback might make rookie plays at some point. We've gotten enough film on Cooper Rush now that you might be able to exploit some sort of tendency if you are Philly. So that's my rationale behind it. I don't think that's too crazy to say.
2: All right. That wraps up our picks for this week. Uh, We're going to take a quick break right here and then we'll be right back with some uh, Brando's bets. So stick around. hey
0: it's victory friday if you're tuning in coming off of last week's brando's bet that cashed for us finally get off the schneid it's fun because this next game coming up you're gonna have a lot of stuff to choose from whether you take my not financial advice now you take my words off (laughs) this show and you bet that or you have something else in your gut last time the bills played the chiefs. I mean, anybody who bet outside of picking a winner of the game, probably hit on most of them. As long as you put the over touchdown scores or Gabe Davis, anything you you cashed out pretty well. And I remember doing pretty well in that game, but this
2: week, Brando's lock of the week this week is Gabriel Davis, five plus touchdowns.
0: Oh, (laughs) plus 7,000. Another 98 yard touchdown this week. Yeah.
2: Yeah. got to Got to top off uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, four performance. Gotta just shoo that record out of there. Gabe's like, hold my so, beer,
0: Travis. Let me do it again. Um, yeah, exactly. So exactly. I have a couple different things here. My first one, Brando's bet, official Brando's bet. We're keeping it simple again, because this is not a place for hot takes, but we're looking at the bills on the money line. This is their turn. They've proved that they could win in Kansas city before it's the regular season. This game's important. Our teams are built differently. Their secondary might not be as strong as it was last year. They lost a couple guys. guys. Uh, we have that extra year continuity. We got a, a better pass rush. I'm looking forward to seeing the pressure they get on Mahomes. So I'm taking the bills on the money line and I'm taking the bills over 24 and a half points. I think they do that in their sleep. They're the number one offense in the league, or they're the number two offense in the league as of this week. I think they're putting up like 29.5 points per game, maybe 28 and a half points a game, and they had the number 1 defense in the league. So, coming in with something like that is super exciting. So, I think the Bills will easily get over 24 and a half. So, when you put the Bills on the money line and over 24 and a half points, it comes out to plus 105. So, pretty much double your money. Hopefully, we see something where the Bills can put up 35 but they don't have 40 going against us. You know, we don't, we don't need a 40 burger again. We had our lunch, we had our dinner. We're good forever, never again. Um, It's the only time that the Bills defense really got exposed last year. So I'm going in with that as Brando's bet. Lock of the week, lock it in. But this is a bonus bet. This is my, you know, you want some dessert. You want some, you know, you want an after dinner coffee. You want an after dinner drink. Career head to head, we mentioned it earlier in the show. We know Josh only has one win against Pat, but when you look at their yards per game, Allen's coming in at three twenty seven point five through the air, and Mahomes is coming in at three forty two point eight. I would look Josh Allen over three hundred yards passing, and this might sound crazy, but I might even look under three forty for Mahomes if you can get that number. I mean, that's a high number to go for an under, so you might not get good odds, but it is Patrick Mahomes who averages some crazy numbers. So I think that he's gonna have a different style of a game. And if you have looked at their touchdowns, the distance of their touchdowns, I like this stat too. um, If I can find it here, Josh Allen has more touchdowns since 2020. Um, And if you look at the way that Mahomes has thrown his touchdowns, he has 15 touchdowns. Nine of them are four yards or less. Five of them are on first and goal inside the two yard line, and only two touchdown passes have come longer than ten yards all season. So they've been very efficient at dinking and dunking. So they're not getting the ninety-eight yard touchdown like Tyreek Hill. I would look for the under I, on Mahomes, and I, I would look for the over on Josh just for a little bonus action there. I don't know if you yeah. have any idea behind that.
2: I mean, I, I know odds aren't out yet for touchdown scores, but watching that Raiders game. Love the odds for the overs on sacks of Patrick Mahomes, um, whatever that is, you know, over 2.5, over probably over 1.5 for this game. The other, I, just a digs or a Davis touchdown, you know, pick one of those two. They're both probably going to be negative odds, I bet, um, or right around plus 100. I mean, Devontae Adams was getting deep on this secondary pretty easily, caught two deep touchdowns in that game. And you know that that's the number one thing that the Bills want to do. And so if if the Raiders offensive line could hold up long enough for them to get downfield like that, I like the odds of getting another Gabe Davis or a Stefan Diggs touchdown. So
0: I like that you know, too. They're not going
2: to be able to hold down both of them.
0: We haven't talked so. about it a ton, but Dawson Knox, like you said, what he's he's kind of regressed a little bit. I mean, he's not being used the way that he hasn't been needed to be used. He's not been a focal point He's been hurt in the too. offense. He has been. Yeah, hurt. he was yeah.
2: at, he was out this past yeah. week, uh, return to practice, but I don't know what his game status is yet. So um, we'll know more by Friday. So
0: maybe we see one from him. My, my new favorite strategy. I'll share that up here. I've been putting money on like a lot of the bills players for touchdowns, even if it's just a small amount, cause we're averaging three and a half touchdowns a game. You're going to hit, if you hit on two bets and you put bets on five guys, you're still going to be up even if you put a couple of dollars on each guy. So that's what I did last week and it worked out. Um, I don't know what you do, John. I think you do something similar um, depending on the week. Usually. Yeah. yeah. But I had, uh, I had the worst beat
2: of my life last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be quick with it, but it's I think it's because it got
0: me too. It, we both got screwed on yeah. this. Yeah.
2: All right. So anyway, DraftKings does this thing where if you do a 10 like parlay, Um, They'll give you 100% boost on the odds. So it's basically, you can do it any legs from zero to 10, but 10 maxes it out so you get the biggest bonus. So say you had something that was plus 100 odds, then you get plus 200 using this bonus if you have 10 legs. So I cooked up a parlay that was outrageous, you know, and just like put $10 on it because, you know, why not? And the final odds for this was plus 36,000, right? Insane. I hit nine out of 10 legs and the one leg that I missed was Devin Singletary over 15 reception yards, which is a very low total considering he got like 80 and 90 reception yards the previous two weeks and he sat out for the fourth quarter. So didn't get that opportunity to get those last few yards, but what did you bet him for over under for yards? 15, 15 reception yards. All
0: right, So let me tell you mine. I had him over five receiving yards. Just as a throw in yep. and a parlay. He was like minus 800 for five yards or more receiving. Yep. And he had four. Yep. Wah, one catch wah, for four wah. yards. Yep.
2: Yeah. So I had, let's see this. So I had James Cook, anytime touchdown scorer. Got that one. Stephon Diggs, anytime touchdown scorer. Uh, Josh Allen over on passing yards. One plus Kenny Pickett interceptions thrown. Two plus Josh Allen passing touchdowns. Over 39 and a half Devin Singletary rushing yards. Over 29.5, Gabriel Davis receiving yards. Got that on every single one of his plays, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Over 64.5, Stefan Diggs receiving yards. And Buffalo Bills minus 6.5, alternate spread. So I'm going to have to cook something up like that this weekend once the uh, touchdown score odds are out. But yeah, anyway, there'll be more opportunities to win $3,600 on a $10 bet that will disappoint me. But all right, boys. Well, you guys know where to find us on Twitter. Enjoy watching the game this Sunday. I know we'll be, I have bad feelings this is going to be another stressful game. I think that that was the omen that the Steelers game gave us, was like, enjoy this now. This is great. You're going to be stressed as heck next Sunday.
0: Just remember, So when you feel a little bit stressed, just remember stress is kind of like, in this situation, it's kind of a privilege, right? We are, we're the top rated team in the league, basically Super Bowl favorites. Josh Allen in our hometown here Going into Kansas City, if we are stressed, it's because we haven't experienced this before. Still, right? We're still, you know, we're we're year five of Josh, but we're we would have traded the sadness for stress any day of the week. So I'm okay with it, but it'll be fun. I'm excited. Just uh remember, take a look at Buffalo Rumblings. Check check out our articles. Check out our content. Um, there's always new stuff coming out there. I have a couple articles coming out this week, so keep an eye open for that. Um, And uh, like always, I don't know if you guys have anything to add, but I I always end with the Go "Go Bills. Go Bills.